Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Psalms chapters 36 through 37. Rabbit Trails Today, I wanted to share a bit of how I read the Psalms. If we read it in a different light, they are actually giving us far more information than we realize, and I'm going to show you some examples of that from today's reading so that you can see what I mean. Psalm 36.1 says, Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. Now, when I read a sentence like this, I cue in on the fact that it's referring to one who is wicked. My immediate question is, what is it about them that makes them wicked in Yahweh's eyes? Because I need to know that. Now, in the second half of that sentence, we see the answer. They do not fear Yahweh. However, we go on to read more of their behavior. So let's keep gleaning. Psalm 36, 2 through 4 adds, For he flatters himself in his own eyes, that his iniquity cannot be found out and hated. The words of his mouth are trouble and deceit. He has ceased to act wisely and do good. He plots trouble while on his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He does not reject evil. From this, we see that the person who is wicked in Yahweh's eyes thinks very highly of himself and that he is so clever, he thinks he can get away with sin and no one will know. He uses his speech to stir up trouble and deceive people. He doesn't act wisely or do good. He hatches plots even while sleeping and does not reject evil. What did I just glean here? You know how I've told you before about how we need two sets of examples to live by? what not to do and what to do. I just added to my catalog of behaviors that the Father considers evil and wicked. Of course, there's nothing new here. We've already received instruction from Him to avoid behaviors such as this, and many more we still choose to take part in. But we are a stiff-necked people, and for a wise person seeking the Father with their whole heart, these verses serve to remind, reinforce, and strengthen our resolve. So this is what I gleaned from these few sentences. Fear the Father. Do not think your sin is hidden from Him. Do not speak words that stir up trouble or deceive others. Make wise decisions based on the Father's wisdom. Reject evil in every way possible. Do not be around it. Do not speak to it. Do not associate with it. And do not allow it in your home or workplace. Now, let me show you another way I read the Psalms. I see an embedded question to us in Psalm 36, 5 through 7, which reads, Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. Man and beast, you save, O Lord. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Did you see it? Honestly, I'd be surprised if you did because my brain just works in strange ways. But I want to share my thought process with you in case it might make sense. The statement, your judgments are like the great deep. This passage is talking about the Father's righteousness. 
his faithfulness, and his steadfast love. But that line about judgments caused me to pause and ask something. Do we trust in his judgments or our own? I know 99% of us would immediately answer, His, of course. But do we really? Do we really consider his judgment to be above ours? There's one way to tell. Do we obey him fully? Or do we pick and choose what we feel we should obey? Because when we pick and choose, we are saying that our judgment is better than his. Remember, people used to ask, what must I do to be saved? And now they ask, what can I do and still be saved? A wholehearted God requires wholehearted children. With these tricks in mind, see if you can find more questions being asked and more descriptors of how we are to live and how we are not to live in the rest of today's readings. I underlined and circled several in my Bible. It is my hope that this may give you a new tool to use when reading the Word. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.